can't say. What's that word you use? Spoilers. I like that word. Welcome to Spoiler Nation, the podcast where we have spoiler-filled discussions on your favorite and sometimes not so favorite movies and TV show. My name is Howie, and I'm the senior editor at IsolatedNation.com. And today we continue our Game of Thrones debrief as we dive deep into season seven, episode six, Beyond the Wall. You're angry. Sometimes anger makes people do unfortunate things. Sometimes fear makes them do unfortunate things. I'll go with anger. Just like old mate Gendry in the past few seasons, my usual co-host Reese is、uh, rowing in a boat somewhere in the Seven Seas. But he will return for our finale episode, Hammer in Hand. Today, though, I'm joined by none other than Lewis, aka Silvertongue. A.K.A. the Night King. I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll take the Night King. You're, yeah, you're icy. I appreciate it. You know, I like to think I give off a cold demeanor. <laughs> oh, especially if Beckon from last week was the Lord of Light. It's、I、a good contrast. You know, a dichotomy. Yeah, know, I, I see it. I、yeah. see it. I agree. I agree. Yeah, mortal enemies. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Should I just start like a rap beef? Yeah. Let's、right、do、here. a Game、I'm、of Thrones related rap beef. Yeah.、Like、fire and ice. There you go. That's right. Yeah. How have you been? Uh, yeah, good, good. I'm super excited to talk about this episode. One episode, huh? Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Edge of the sea. I think this is the kind of episode that this is an event episode. You know. Yeah. Like, Tick some boxes. Yeah. Yeah. When you think about how every season has gone, the penultimate episode always has this big battle,、mm-hmm. or or something major happens. You know, the red wedding was. The penultimate episode,、yeah. Hard Home, White Walker related、yeah. episode, was also like a second to last、uh, episode yeah, in that yeah, season.、So、it was. Blackwater.、Mm-hmm. The Battle of Blackwater was also like second to last. Yeah, dramatic moment、yeah. seems to be there. The so、peak. you know, we were expecting something big, especially leading from last week's episode. Yeah. The、uh, Just Ice League. <laughs> <laughs> Or, is there, that, is that a few... Harry original? <laughs> no, no, no. no. Okay. I wish I can claim that. Yeah. There were a few on the internet. Right. There was Sue's Ice Squad. Oh, so oh, wow! That is that is. It's horrible. Yeah, that is scraping the barrel. It, it's yeah, yeah. It's、gotcha. um. It's a stretch, but、yeah. I love、okay. it. I, I enjoy、yeah. a bad pun. Yeah, a merry a merry band of adventurers they were. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think after last week's episode, for me was like you said, it was kind of getting us to somewhere we didn't quite know where, but、yes. it was all kind of building to something. So we had the knowledge that they were going to go north of the wall and、yes. attempt to recover a White Walker in order to convince Cersei, I believe. Yeah, and, Cersei and Daenerys,、yep. I guess, originally to bring、yeah. it back. Yeah, but I guess exactly how it would unfold was still unknown at that point. Exactly.、So. I mean, last episode, when you think about it, just. Bent over backwards to get us to this moment. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, it it did. It was one of the few Game of Thrones episodes in the seven seasons so far that I felt was. Exactly as you said, was unnecessarily rushing through things、yeah. and skipping over things in order to drive the plot point to where it needed to be. Yeah, it was a peak 
kind of set up episode. Yeah, what I mean is the pacing. I think that was one of the few Game of Thrones episodes where I was aware of the pacing yeah. being deliberately rushed. De- definitely. You know? And it, obviously, there's a lot of talk about how fast they've been traveling as yeah. if they've been teleporting. <laughs> yeah. But fast travel yeah. exactly because you know they would cut from one scene where they're in king's landing and then the next scene they're back at dragonstone yeah i i don't necessarily mind that but last episode was rushed not even in that way no it was rushed from a character standpoint you know gendry the moment we've all been waiting for yeah exactly he's and- just yeah I'm, I'm down for this let's do it that's his character motivation is to do anything yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just to anything to get him out of that current situation. It seemed like a very convenient fit. Yeah. In the sense that, yeah, I feel like he probably would bear slightly more resentment at the company he was forced to keep mm-hmm. going north. You yeah. Know? And that really was kind of like, it was touched upon in yes. terms of his relationship with the brotherhood. Brotherhood, yes. And yeah, and then it was kind of like, so we're I'll friends, aren't anyway. we? Yeah. Like, yeah, sure. Let's all go north of the wall together. Yeah. The biggest sin of last episode to me is Jorah. He has one singular mission in his life. is to get back to Khaleesi. Yeah. You know? He gets himself cured, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And finally, he goes back to his, you know, one true love, I guess. But, um... <laughs> and what does he do? Takes the first chance to get, get out, out of, of there. Yeah. How does that make any sense? Yeah, I understand. I guess that there could be an argument that he is willing to do anything for her to prove his devotion and his love for her. And if that means that she immediately sends him off again to the opposite side of the land, that he wouldn't put up a resistance because he wouldn't want to risk her anger. Yeah, or... I understand that. But you have to remember, he volunteered for this. Oh, for sure. Like, he could have hanged tight and then, yeah, just like hey, quietly. maybe I'll help you with, I don't know, organizing the army or something like that. Yeah. But no, he picks, like, I'll go as far away as possible and risk not seeing you again. Yeah, it's true. It did feel a little bit <laughs> kind of uh, of pushed in in the sense of, yeah, we'll just, we need him in the party for, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, story sense. It'll make sense later. Yeah. Because why does he need to be in that group? What skill does he offer? that John or Beric Dondarrion or Thoris of Mir or even Gendry can't. Yeah, I mean, I guess the argument would be he was one of the best swordsmen of all time however was he well so the so the stories go but i mean i I think you know i I think he's perhaps a little bit over the hill and yeah you're right in terms of the narrative he had no real reason to be in that party yeah so this is the episode that it's a kind of like look all is forgiven Mm. (laughs) because Mm. i will wash away your sins yes yeah absolutely and game of thrones does this a lot where they have like minor character inconsistencies to get to a plot point or an event that is hugely worth yeah yeah forgive <laughs> our... us our sins exactly. but here's the reward exactly yeah. exactly so we'll we'll get into that mm-hmm. i guess this episode has two main sections right so it yeah. cuts between winterfell Mm-hmm. and Beyond the Wall. Yeah. So I think because Beyond the Wall is where the main action is at and that's where we unpack all the exciting stuff, yeah. let's get Winterfell over with. I'm not going to lie. I actually am now super interested in the whole Winterfell story arc and it's uh, caught my curiosity I, a lot because it's the dark horse, the underdog. That's, but it's yeah. super interesting. Like Arya the young sociopath. Like mm-hmm. I, I love it. But Look... I agree with you. The Winterfell subplot, 
as much that you know has happened beyond the wall, I was transfixed by the Winterfell subplot. Hundred percent. But not in a positive way. Oh really? No, I hated it. Oh no! Why? I hated it. Why? Okay, let's go. Let's, let's go it. into it because coming off of last episode's weird kind of Scooby Doo style reveal, so you've got Arya like. Okay, <laughs> I'm watching you, but you're watching yeah, me. Yeah, like, that yeah, that kind of thing. He turns and Arya's gone, and yeah. then. Uh, he goes in, goes out, and he's there, like yeah. in the shadows. You know, it's just kind of cartoonish. I felt but, it was a little clunky. I'll yeah, give you that. But you know, maybe some unintended comedic moments. I kind of liked. I'll give it that. But as that scene ended, and you saw Littlefinger, that was his plan all along, which was to let Arya discover this letter, mm-hmm. this Raven Scroll yeah. that Sansa sent to Rob, telling him to essentially give up. To, to swear allegiance to yes. Cersei in order to save her father's life. Yes. Yeah. So what it's supposed to entail to Arya from Littlefinger's perspective is that it's a betrayal mm-hmm. from Sansa. Yeah, that's how he intends it. Because you know it's meant to indicate that she's working with the Lannisters, or she was do, at the time. Do we know categorically that he intended her to find that scroll, or just that he saw her leave the room? I think by the sounds of how this whole storyline played out this episode, Mm -hmm. he left it there for Arya to find out. Yeah. I think that whole scene with her coming out and, you know, her thinking she's not being seen and then Littlefinger seeing her. Look, you're right. It was clunky. For sure. For sure. (laughs) But I think for me, it was kind of symbolic of the fact that, like, Arya thinks she's clever. Yes. And she is. But he's on a whole different level of clever. And I think that was kind of the point they were trying to drive home there was like, she's smart and she's, you know, subtle and she's sneaky, but he is even more so. Yeah, it wasn't all bad. I get the message that they were trying to convey. The device they used wasn't great. I'll give you that. (laughs) I mean, this is when my question comes to, does this show care more about Littlefinger's character development than they do about the Starks? Because let's mm. let's go into how it plays out this episode. Yeah. Uh, my main worry was, could Arya really be that stupid, right? Like, could she really just look at the letter and then turn against Sansa without a second's thought? And there were a few theories going around before this episode. People were thinking maybe Arya was like actually smart and is playing Littlefinger, you know, like a third level of trickery. Jeez. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> or the triple bluff. Yeah, the like, triple yeah. bluff. Or this was Sansa and Arya's plan to basically get Littlefinger out of the picture well, and take the airy army for that, their own. That's more interesting. That that's is more, more be- it's also more believable. And it drives Sansa's character in a more positive um, Yeah, that would be a nice reveal. direction. I mean, I think it wasn't necessarily the Raven's note that turned Arya on Sansa, if that's what's happening. I think that was kind of the straw that broke the, the camel's back. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Having already witnessed her taking up in Jon's absence the role of Lady of Winterfell and kind of taking the role of Lords of the North in mm-hmm. the meantime. She's obviously seen that Sansa has become quite comfortable in that position. Yes. And I think as a result is perhaps worried 
that Sansa knowing the snippets because we know what she's seen. Yes. From Arya's point of view, she has seen her father being executed, as she said, with Sansa there in the pretty dress and yeah. the pretty hair. Yeah. And you know, she's got a point. She said, Did they make you write the letter with a knife to your throat? Or I, over the I'm torture angry rat about thing? look, you have to know up front, I am a Sansa fan. fan. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'm that's like fair. A... That's fair. See, I'm an Arya fan, but I can see both sides of the story. I can yeah. Neither of them have any idea what the other one has been through. And to the other one, they wouldn't have any concept of it. You know, That's like true. for Sansa, what she's been through is horrific. Like, yeah. I think nobody's going to argue with that. The way she has been bought and sold like a piece of meat and passed around <laughs> as some sort of political yes. prostitute, for want of a better word, yeah. is hideous. Yeah. And she is now at the point finally where she feels safe again. And that's awesome. From Hoyer's point of view, obviously, she has been through some pretty horrific stuff herself. As a result, in terms of the, the faceless, etc., yeah. and dealing with the, the consistent level of immorality that she's forced to steep to in order to survive, essentially. I think both of them think that they've been through something that the other person couldn't possibly understand. Yes. And there hasn't been that kind of, okay, you go first. Yeah. Now me. Okay, now we understand. This is the kind of miscommunication on TV that bugs me. Mm. It annoys the hell out of me. We know that obviously this season has been you know, without George R.R. Martin's guidance yeah. is more TV-like. And yeah. that comes with its own benefits and its own limits. Drawbacks. And this is a main example of it because yeah. this is a typical, hey, why don't you guys why don't you guys sit down, talk to each other? about your experiences yeah. and your perspectives. Hey, you know what? You've got Mr. Google over there just doing nothing. Yeah. Have a family meal and talk about shit. None of this would have happened. Yeah. And that's what bugs me. <laughs> it took me a minute to realize who you were speaking about. Mr. Google uh, is the best nickname. <laughs> that is absolutely on point. Yeah, Mr. Google. Uh, well, for those of you who didn't get it, I was talking about the Three-Eyed Raven slash brand. He reminds me of Dr. Manhattan. Oh, yes. Just omniscient. Yeah. And just of... the kind of the lack of passion yeah. that comes with omniscience. Yes. You know, there's he just, just doesn't kind give of a shit. removal from everything. Yeah. Like, nothing affects him because he's seen it all, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So in Winterfell, Arya finally confronts Sansa with this scroll. Yes. This is a pretty good scene, I'd say. You know, she gives this monologue to Sansa about how she found some arrows back in the old days mm -hmm. and she started practicing. I'm pretty sure that was in season one, though, was it not? Was it? I think there was oh, okay. there was a scene in season one where, where I she... believe where she was uh, shooting arrows. I might be mistaken. I believe there was in the early episodes, and it was one of the same episodes that we were introduced to Jon Snow for I the see. first time. I wouldn't be surprised. I think this whole season they've been calling back to earlier episodes. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if that's a callback to... Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, firing arrows into the into the target by herself. That's right. And she says, Could have been the 20th shot or the 50th, I don't remember. But I hit the bullseye and I heard this. I looked up and he's standing right here, smiling down at me. I knew what I was doing was against the rules, but he was smiling, so I knew it wasn't wrong. The rules were wrong. This is a really interesting concept that she brings up, which is the rules say that I was wrong, mm -hmm. but there's a difference between what's right and essentially the law. 
But that's what I mean is that for me is because of her descent into this moral quagmire in Bravos yeah. where like everything is grey. There yeah. is no black and white. There is no kind of right and wrong. Everything is justifiable to her and that. But don't you think that that's a little inconsistent with how she's treating Sansa now? If her worldview is everything's morally grey, what kind of vantage point does she have to go and tell Sansa what you did then when you wrote this letter was straight up wrong? I think from her point of view, she has kept her same set of priorities, which has been her family. Yes. That has been her number one, her marker in the sea, if you will, of immorality that she's currently in is this is what I'm heading towards and this is what I'm aiming for and everything I have done and everything I have sacrificed on the road and in Bravos has been to get to my family and back to where I belong in my family home to then come home having done that to discover that Sansa in her opinion with the limited scope that she has has betrayed her family Hmm. I can imagine would be a pretty devastating revelation for her I don't know I from my perspective she isn't really driven by going home to family it's more like avenging her family you know so that was her goal which is kind of the people payback. that have messed her of, of you know yeah. screwed her family and up. obviously yeah. when she finds out her sister helped them i guess that's where you know yeah. the betrayal yeah. comes from yeah in her in her mind yeah, yeah. It, well i think Arya's intelligent enough to know that sansa wouldn't have actively betrayed them in order to get power but i feel like her argument is that by doing nothing is essentially doing the same as betraying them. it just it pisses me off I just it doesn't... of course, but you've been able to watch Sansa over the last five seasons, yes, or six seasons. That's whereas true. Arya hasn't had that. But guess what? Sansa doesn't antagonize Arya the same way that Arya does, even though she can't see her perspective. No, because Sansa's sneaky and Arya's not. <laughs> I mean, in terms of, look, Sansa's hit and miss for me. There are some times where I feel like she's spending way too much time with Littlefinger. She and is. And she's becoming politically aware and as a result, underhanded. And I, I'm not a massive fan of that side of her. But there are times where she stands up for herself and for whatever cause it is that she believes in at the time that I'm like, okay, yeah, she's, you know, someone of <laughs> conviction, etc. But look, like even in this conversation... Arya accuses her, you know, like, wow, you love nice things, don't you? Our family's dying and all you're doing is just living in that fancy castle. Mm -hmm. And Sansa goes, And what did you do? Did you come running to the rescue? Did you fight off the Lannisters and save father? I wanted to. But you didn't, just like me. I didn't betray him. I didn't betray Rob. I didn't betray our entire family for my beloved Joffrey. You should be on your knees thanking me. We're standing in Winterfell again because of me. You didn't win it back. John didn't win it back. He lost the Battle of the Bastards. The Knights of the Vale won the battle and they rode north for me while you were off where? Travelling the world. Which is a fair argument. Fair argument. Yeah. And Arya bypasses this and just goes straight to like threats, which is like, oh, I've seen horrible things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, the, it was the whole, like, I've been through things that you can't imagine from yeah. Sansa, and then Arya being like, oh, I, my imagination's pretty good, etc. Yeah. I can imagine a lot. Yeah. Look, I think <laughs> Sansa, there are moments, little flashes of kind of arrogance from her. And I think that, for me, was one of them, where, like, I took back Winterfell. It was like, you, no. you manipulated 
little finger yeah. in order to use his army so you little fingered little finger right yeah. which is great like that's awesome that's what i'm saying but to Arya, that's not awesome but the end result is the same she took little finger back you know like where does manipulating other people sit compared to murder yeah okay but that's what i'm saying is i think Arya her has moral compass is off. yeah she has it now because of the time that she spent yeah there in bravos she has a different scale of morality mm-hmm. and to her life and death is not kind of black and white it's not the being and end there are things that are much worse than dying or killing somebody okay i understand this this is where the show is going now you know mm-hmm. with these two characters mm-hmm. this is the perspective that they've written them to have at this point can we do predictions yeah here? sure yeah i think Go. i is gonna die um, just seeing the way that it's going, mm-hmm. the way that this season's going, I won't be shocked if she does. Here's my, What's your reasoning? My thinking is from a slightly meta point of view, mm-hmm. if you were the TV writers, now you might disagree with me here, but I think the majority of people watching that show will side with Arya right now. <laughs> Would you say yeah. that's fair? Yes, that's like, fair. Yeah, I'd say you're a sense I'm, of fan. I'm in a you, minority, I feel I like. understand where yeah. you're coming from. I kind of sit on the fence, you know? I, I yeah. like both parties for different reasons, but I think the majority of people watching that show will look at the Sansa Arya situation yes. and side with Arya. Yeah. And yeah. for the writer's point of view, that's the best character to kill because you end up <laughs> siding with them and they do the whole homage to uh, George R.R. R. Martin yeah. by killing off the character that you don't expect to be Yes. Killed. That's a good theory. That's my meta theory. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't have an in no, series. No, I think theory. that's good enough. That's well thought out. Mm. But I can't fathom that I'm in a minority. <laughs> I know, right? It's a tough I, one. To I know. Have to I know. It's true. Look, yes, I get it. Arya is awesome. She's cool. You know, she kills people or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the classic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> she's very stupid right now. She's being very dumb. She's being very cocky. And this is my main worry. Um, I think she's overconfident. Yes. I think my issue with it isn't an in-show plot issue. You know what I mean? I Mm -hmm. think it's the way that these series of events are written. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying that Sansa is that dumb to send Brienne away. I'm not buying that Arya is that stupid with all her no one training Mm -hmm. to not know that Littlefinger is literally standing like across the hallway waiting for her to come out yeah especially when Littlefinger wasn't trained by no one no, Littlefinger's yeah, exactly. just, just a sneaky guy he's just... like he's just a snake <laughs> see here's my thing I love Littlefinger I like Littlefinger too I love him he is the epitome of a man who has come from nothing and is willing to yes. do absolutely anything with no exceptions in order to get what he wants and yeah. I like that drive and that determination and I like the fact that he's kind of willing to sacrifice almost everyone and everything around him in order to get I like that too. I'm just thinking this is just doesn't feel like the right way. The way that this whole storyline is playing Mm -hmm. out doesn't feel organic to the characters. Two of the main characters. It feels like the show wants to show that Littlefinger still got it. He still got it. But they do it. Realistically, he wouldn't in that situation, is what you're saying. Yeah, I agree with you. They do it by sacrificing the authenticity of Sansa and. Arya because Sansa has gone through so much and she on paper should have learned that why is she still talking to Littlefinger she's yeah. shown that look she's shown that 
in episode one, which I still maintain might be like one of the best episodes of the season, she dishes out yeah, like insults to Littlefinger, and mm-hmm. she goes, "I know you. The next words that are coming out of your mouth." is you trying to manipulate me. I'm not even going to listen to you and I'm yeah. going to walk away. Why is, is he still the, there? There's part of me that thinks there might be a little bit of attraction there. <laughs> like, wait, wait, like attraction? The obvious one is Littlefinger to Sansa, but it, to me, I think that's feigned. I don't think that's genuine attraction. You think it's fake? Yeah. I here's, think it's real. I feel no, like... No, here's why, why, right? Because think about the way Sansa's been treated by almost every guy that she's been romantically with, right? Or well, I say romantically yeah, in the yeah. loosest so, terms yeah, possible. Yeah. You know, forced into, obviously, first Joffrey, then Tyrion, and Tyrion then... was the best, though. Well, exactly, yeah, of yeah. course, Tyrion is Tyrion's yeah, that yeah. guy, but... Yeah. Regardless, it obviously wasn't something that she was initially okay with at yeah, all. No. And he didn't treat her maliciously, but he didn't dote on her. And then, obviously, um, Ramsay Bolton, yeah. Probably the worst of the lot in terms of his treatment yeah. to Sansa. Yeah. I think Littlefinger is probably aware of that. And in order to manipulate the situation, because that's what Littlefinger does, is doting on Sansa and making it perfectly obvious to her that, in her opinion, finds her attractive. She, as a result of having been mistreated so regularly, ends up, despite her best intentions and a sensible part of her brain, telling her she shouldn't, developing some sort of feeling to her, which means that she has a sentimentality hmm. and keeps him around I'm when not, she shouldn't. I don't... Well, that is a good stretch. It uh, is a stretch. I'll give you that. It's no, a stretch. That's but. what... I mean, that's a good explanation. I think you're more forgiving of bad writing in the show than I am. Yeah, okay, that's probably You know fair. what I mean? I'm like, probably willing to... You're willing jumping to through, see... like, logic hoops. Not in the most subtle way. It's no, not no, I know, bad, I know exactly what you But, you know, you're like, oh, it's kind of like the whole storyline with her and her no-one training. Yeah. She supposedly, you know, says, peace out, I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. And there was an episode where it ended on a final shot with her blowing off a candle, getting ready for battle. Because yeah. the waif is after her. Yeah. Next episode... She strolls down the street of Bravos, just like, you know, hey, yeah, I'm going to buy some ships to go, you know, openly. Yeah. With, like, nice clothing. And then the wave comes, obviously, as an old lady, which, yeah, you should expect this. Stabs her five times in the guts. Yeah. And that's how that episode ended. And then everyone theorized, like, what? She can't die. Because those are fatal wounds. Yeah, the guy knows how to kill people. It's kind of his thing. Like, he's pretty good at making sure people die when he wants them to. Exactly. And everyone were bending over backwards to go, maybe it's a fight club situation where she has to kill herself in order to become no one. (laughs) And what happens when the next episode comes? JK, she heals. Yeah. 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 JK, that really was her. She really did get stabbed five times in the guts. She's just nails. She's just northern nails. Yeah. Like, that's it. Starks, they don't die easy unless you're Rob. Yeah. I love this show, but I think we should pay more attention to the fact that, you know, sometimes they make these mistakes and, you know, we shouldn't just, like... Read for- into it. And yeah. Look at, yeah, okay. I, yeah, I, mean, I, get, I get where you're coming no, from. This is an interesting... Like, what you said was interesting and well, I think helps our experience of the show. 
Yeah, and I think for me, I'm one of these people that loves to connect the yeah. dots when the dots aren't necessarily there. Yeah, you know, like I, I, I love to like have theories and kind of where <laughs> I think the story's going and why totally. I think something's happened. And you know, ninety percent of the time they're bullshit, but they, the, the ten percent <laughs> look, of the time I, I could right. be wrong. I could be wrong still. No, I, so I we'll think, see I, where where we head with Littlefinger. It will be interesting to see whether it is genuinely just really, and I'll be really disappointed. Put it that way. Like I agree with you enough to the point that I think if that happens and there is no kind of twist and we don't get a kind of obvious spin, yeah, I will be disappointed because <laughs> that to me is like you said, like clumsy or lazy writing. You know? Yeah, it was kind of frustrating watching this Winterfell storyline. It's the worst of Game of Thrones in between the best of Game of Thrones. Yeah. which is the beyond the wall storyline in my opinion in your opinion obviously yeah, okay, you no. liked it right you liked this I, I did man i really like <laughs> i like the political kind of development and the, I, I like watching yeah. the development of the stark sisters you know <laughs> and coming back having been away for three years and the, the difference in their character of yeah. having faced those experiences like i really like that look i like that too that's my favorite part also yeah but i don't mean this as oh the political side yeah. is the worst part I mean execution. Yeah. They do a lot of dumb shit like this. Yeah. Where characters don't act the way that they're supposed to, even based on what they've experiences they've had in previous episodes. Now, my argument would be that normally when that has happened in the past, it's to drive a reveal that then justifies those yeah. things. Well, you know exactly. I mean? So which is what this episode is yeah. about. Yeah, but I mean, even in terms of the Arya, Sansa, Littlefinger story, normally when characters act out of character, it's because there is a major development that requires them doing so that's about to happen. Well, I hope that's the case. Yeah, me too. Me too. Like I said, I'll be bummed (laughs) if that's not the case. Like, I'll be very disappointed. Yeah. So Littlefinger having planted a seed of doubt in Sansa's mind once again, Mm -hmm. once again, even though she should know better. Since Brienne... Her protector, her sworn protector, golden fridge. away. Yeah, I, it's. I'm speechless. It's. I can't. Th- <laughs> I guess to her, she's safe where she is because at that point she doesn't fear for her life from her sister. There's not been that reveal yet until no, Brienne goes away. I think she sends Brienne away because she sees how well Brienne has bonded with Arya and what. Littlefinger planted in her mind is that, hey, you know, she's sworn to protect the both, both of sisters, you, right? Yeah. What he really wanted to emphasize for Sansa is that, hey, she might take your sister's side. Yeah. That's why she sent Brienne away, because then she won't be there to uh, go against interesting. her. Yeah, okay. It was out of kind of a sense of insecurity, you know, because yeah. she hasn't bonded with Brienne that well. Yeah. That worried look on what? her face when she saw Arya sparring with, with Brienne. Brienne. Yeah. Yeah, it's, no that was one reaction that was never really explained and I kind of hypothesized why, but that wasn't my hypothesis. So that's interesting. Oh. Like, yeah, yeah, I hadn't thought about that, but What was your hypothesis on the the why she was stern faced? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to trivialize Sansa's experience even in a fiction format. Yeah. I initially thought that she might bear some resentment in the three years apart. Arya had become pretty ridiculously skilled swordswoman and Sansa had been raped 
repeatedly. That's an interesting take on it. Like it was, a, it was almost like a yeah, like a jealousy or a, mm. an envy thing. And I know she never really bore the same desire to yeah. be a soldier like Arya did, obviously, or you know, a knight, yeah. etc. Just seeing how well she carries herself now. Yeah, just like okay, there's someone that can protect themselves and stand up for themselves, and that if I'd had that ability, right. I would have maybe been able to stop what happened to me over the last few years right interesting because the reason i thought that our interpretation was maybe she's realizing oh the whole killing people thing aria was serious about that she actually has the capabilities to kill people Mm -hmm. and you know we saw it as more of she's worried that oh her sister who was you know a spunky kid but not lethal exactly and now she's essentially gone over to a darker side Mm -hmm. which you know i don't think sansa can throw a stone in that glass house to be fair though (laughs) you know i think like sansa's also severely darker than she was perhaps not by her own fault but i think she is definitely a lot more jaded than she was when she last saw Arya. definitely so i guess that wraps up the winterfell (laughs) storyline yep yeah i think that was pretty much the only development okay anyway let's uh (laughs) 30, 40 minutes in. Let's, it's let's, going to be a long podcast, Harry. Oh Buckle in. Let's get to the main action. The, yeah. the moment we've all been waiting for, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. So, the Magnificent Ice... Seven. Oh jeez. Are these I'm, gonna get I, any better? No, like, no, no, they're getting worse. That, that's okay. this is that's it. That's all I've Mag- that, that I've got. Magnificent. So you could uh, surely there must be a better way. Yeah, no, that was a lazy one. Yeah, that's all right. Well, so John's gang. John and his war band. Yeah, let's count them down. So who do we have on the wall? We've got John. Yeah. We've got the Hound. Yep. We've got Beric Dondarrion. Yep. We've got. Other Brotherhood. Um, yes, Thoros of Mir. There we have it. We've got Torment. Torment. Yes. And Gendry. Gendry. Who's kind of like the excited intern. You know, yeah, he's like, I'll, I'll bring you coffee. <laughs> yeah, I'll get coffee and bagels. Jorah Mormont there for some reason. Yeah, sure, yeah, classic, sure. yeah. I love this beginning scene where they're just hiking through the snow. Can we just clarify something before we get into this? Let's do it. There were a lot of extras that died (laughs) in the combat that were not in the party to begin with. And every time it happened, I was like, who's just died? Who's died? (laughs) And then it would show his face and it would just be a random guy. Yeah, I was like, who are those people? You weren't in the party 10 minutes ago. I saw seven. (laughs) No, there's like apparently 12 with five expendable guys that just die in the way. Hey, you know, you're the ones that make it work. R.I.P. Extras. Yeah, good job, guys. <laughs> Thanks for not killing off main characters. Thanks for taking yeah, the hit instead. But... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So this is an interesting group of people. When it was revealed that this is the gang, they were really good at hiding in the trailers that Jorah and Genji will be in this final group that's headed towards a wall. Yeah. You know, because yeah. we already know that Beric will be there just because we saw the flaming, the flaming swords, sword. yeah. which amazing imagery. Yeah. It's so good. It's uh, incredible. Every time it happens, it's just like, wait, how? Because it's like lighter fluid. Literally right? just like, he r- runs the hand up the blade and it's on fire. Fa- it's fantastic. Yeah. I don't ask details. Yeah. You know, I just no. enjoy it I, for I, what it I, is. Yeah. I accept it. Yeah. So, you know, it begs the question, what's the main through line that ties all these guys together? Why does it need to be these seven that's yeah. at the wall? And I have a theory. Okay. Well, it's not a theory, but it's more like a thematic 
theory. Yeah, I guess. yeah, a consistent reason. Yeah, yeah, something what, they all share. The one thing they share, all these guys share, is that they've all faced death and, in some ways, came back to life. Sometimes, quite literally. Obviously, we've got John. We've got Beric Dondarrion yeah, yeah. died and come back six times. Yeah, the Hound left for dead. Yeah. And then now he's back, transformed. Mm-hmm. Interesting. We've got Jorah Mormont left for dead. Yeah, you know, he had, he was given scare. a death sentence, and now he's back. Mm-hmm. Gendry, he was supposed to be sacrificed. Yeah. But he was saved by Davos. So all six of these guys have that in common. You know, whether if it's metaphorically or literally, they were supposed to die, but they didn't. So what about Tormund? Oh yeah, Tormund. All right, okay. He blows a hole in my theory. Where's where's no? I, there must be because I like that theory. It's strong <laughs> and it works with thematically the episode as well with yeah. Beric being you know death is the enemy. Exactly. These guys have faced the enemy yes. and come back. From... Yeah, and they're looking for reason. There's a reason why they're back. Yeah. So what was Tormund's? I don't know. Me neither. I'm sure if I went back and watched, there would have been. Uh, did Tormund almost fall off the wall? That's what I'm wondering. That's a stretch. If there's That's like, a yeah, stretch. we might be worried, or maybe just yeah, the fact that he should have died with the wildlings. The wildlings. Yeah, All right. what, yeah, we okay. might be scraping the barrel. But. <laughs> okay, if you guys think of anything that would fit well into my theory, email us at howie at isolatednation.com. So, okay, Tormund aside, so let's just skip fit, over Tormund. Let's yep. fit him into my theory. Yeah, okay. maybe he's faced death yeah, at somehow. one of these in the seasons before. Who's the person that died here? Yeah, it's the person that hasn't died already. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, Thoris of Mir. Thoris. The one that his power is to bring people back to life and he dies. Right. Yeah. It's an interesting and thematic link. Yeah. And to me, there is also uh, a nihilism to a certain extent there mm. as well now of the guy that was known for bringing people back to life is dead himself. Yeah, and, and he can't bring himself yeah, yeah, back to Yeah, he can't bring life. himself back. Okay, let's talk about how we got there. Okay. This is what we want from a heist movie or Mm -hmm. a heist storyline, which this essentially is, I guess. Yeah. Where the dynamic between these characters that uh, haven't really interacted with each other before. And are all very strong characters in their own right. Yes. With very distinct personalities. mm -hmm. And they play off each other so well. Mm -hmm. So we've got John and Jorah. Yeah. Kind of bonding over their dads, right? Because Jorah's dad, Lord, the ex Lord Com- yeah, Commander, Lord Commander yeah. was essentially a father figure to John. Yeah. You know, more than anyone else. Obviously, less than Ned. Yeah. But they bonded over how honorable both of their dads are and both dead, which, yeah. which reinforces the theme of honorable people don't live long. Yeah. And then John tries to give back Longclaw. To, yeah. to Jorah because he's like well it's meant it was, for you it had the bear pommel changed to a wolf pommel for but John it's still long claw yeah it's still long claw I was just thinking no don't yeah, do that don't, what, it's what, Valyrian yeah, steel what, no. are you, what are you doing what are but, you thinking but look we knew it wasn't gonna happen yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jorah I would love it though can you imagine if Jorah was just like yeah thanks mate just <laughs> thank you it. I'll like, keep yeah, it gave him his, his sword instead like, it's not Valerian but it's it's good yeah, right? it's, yeah. it's, it's alright it'll do yeah right? it'll it cuts things yeah, yeah, sure. not white walkers no, but you know fruit <laughs> vegetables yeah so that was just an interesting scene because he even spoke about Ned was actually after him to because... yeah he wanted to execute him yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he goes um, well I'm glad he didn't find you and yeah. he's like yeah me too 
Oh, a little uh, bromance. Yeah, moment. good, good bond, good yeah. bonding moment. Speaking of bonding moment, amazing one with Gendry. This is what we kind of were expecting because Gendry sold off to Melisandre by the, the Brotherhood without banners, yeah. right? He, so he confronts him. He's like, "You sold me to a witch, a priestess." I'll admit it is a subtle distinction. We're fighting a great war. Wars cost money. I wanted to be one of you. I wanted to join the Brotherhood, but you sold me off like a slave. Do you know what she did to me? She strapped me down on the bed. She stripped me naked. Sounds all right so far. And put leeches on me. Was she naked too? She needed your blood. Yes, thank you. I know that. Could have been worse. She wanted to kill me. It's super short, super blunt. And that to me was see you got annoyed by the Sansa Arya writing. <laughs> uh-huh. I got annoyed by the Gendry confrontation writing. Why? Because like if I was Gendry and somebody had sold me into essentially slavery with someone that I didn't want to be with for the rest of my life, and then you told me that I was coming back and I was going to travel with those guys, I would have told you where to go. <laughs> but I would absolutely categorically have not gone north of the wall with these guys. I would have rather stayed in my apprentice blacksmithing <laughs> position yeah. in um, King's Landing. In King's Landing, yeah. I'm with you there. This is the case of they needed Gendry to be there for some future Yeah, future reason. reason. Well, he's technically the heir. He's the true heir. Oh, no, he's not because he's a bastard. When you're a bastard, you can't really be the heir to the throne. The same as like Jon Snow. That's yeah. why this reveal of, of John's the of the wedding and the annulment being yeah. important because now it makes he's it so that Jon Snow is legit. No, yeah, he's not. He's John. What would it be? John Targaryen. Well, his, I, yeah. Well, yeah, there's a theory. His father's name says Rhaegar, right? And yes. Yeah. So yeah. He, yeah. So he would be John Targaryen. There is a theory that in the Tower of Joy scenes mm-hmm. where Bran saw the death of Lyanna and Ned finding her yeah she actually whispered his name is something she mouths him that's right, a theory okay his name is something yeah right, like yeah. she says it and then there's like lip readers out there in the world right it's some some targaryen-ish name like i don't yeah. remember so his name might not even be john i guess Okay, right. Yeah. So you just called him Jon Snow. Yeah. Well, like, it's like, it's John Doe, isn't it? You know? Yeah, it's, exactly. It's the, He's it's the everyman. The, yeah, Joe Bloggs. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they have that confrontation. The Hound cuts it short. He's like, stop whinging. <laughs> yeah. I love the Hound. He's the best. Yeah. He's the best. So good. But they would have killed me if it wasn't but for that. But they didn't, did they? So what you're whinging about? I'm not whinging. Your lips are moving and you're complaining about something. That's whinging. That's so good. And then he points to Varric um, down there, yeah. like, this dude <laughs> died, died six, six times. times. You don't see him bitching about it. Uh, amazing. Oh, incredible. Oh, gold. It, gold. Brings, it reminded me of the tavern line from season five. Where Was he's, it the chicken one? Yeah, yeah, where he's <laughs> in the tavern. One more word. If you come out, then I'll delete every fucking chicken in here. Amazing. Yeah. That was one of my favorite scenes in, in What a gem. Season. Yeah. And how about that scene where Torben and Down share a nice chat about a lady of interest? <laughs> Amazing. Oh, it's glorious how Torben lights up. Like the men that they are to talk about pussy. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, I've got a lady, you know. Yeah, I've waiting. got a lady waiting for me back home. She's blonde, with blue eyes. Yeah, and as just tall as you and I. Right? And Down goes, Brianna Tarr? 
You know her. <laughs> His face, he gets so excited. He's like a kid. Like that, a schoolboy. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, and, uh, so good. So good. And uh, obviously, the hound is not thrilled. No. Torment says, can you imagine our babies? They'll Monst- be beasts. Like, was it Mon- beasts? Monsters. Monstrous. Like, they'd be monstrous. <laughs> uh, so good. And uh, the hound goes, how the hell have you survived this long? <laughs> Yeah, I did like that. It was a nice little bit of like comedic effect for yeah. the relief throughout the whole episode. So that good. That, these that character moments are what I live for. Really, yeah. like and with these, with this show. Precisely, and Tormund's like again one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Just because there is again that sense of like singular direction. He is predictable in his actions. He, you know what you're getting yeah, with him. You exactly. know what his desires consistent. are. It's yeah. Consistent. And he's funny as hell. Was it the last episode where he's. Um, asks about the big woman or maybe it was episode five no four maybe where he asked about the big woman at the table i can't remember who he's speaking to do you remember uh, the episode no i don't no and he's talking about brienne of tarth again and he <laughs> turns to i think he's talking to john snow and john snow's talking about the people that he's got in the army yeah and he says like brienne of tarth Horman says the big woman and john's like no and he's like no and so you see him like sulk and return to his plate of food <laughs> that's so funny oh, I, I missed that i forgot yeah, about he's, that he's um, i love that character he's a gem yeah so it's around this point where they run into like, a zombie bear. bear. Yeah. A zombie bear. Pretty big, legit. And big bear as well. Scary. Not a small bear. Yeah. Like that thing's like 15 foot tall. It's horrific because yeah. how it happens is just you've got this mist of snow, I guess. Yeah. And something just flies by. Yeah, and it takes, like, one, what, takes, takes one, one, extra, one of the extra. That's, that's extra. a moment. That's yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, that was the first time when you're like, wait, who are these other people? Yeah, literally, that was like, oh my god, who did they take? They didn't even show me. Yeah. And then, oh no, wait. Oh, it's it's a blue shirt. The way I justify it in my head is these guys are like sharpers. Yeah. Like wildling sherpas <laughs> taking them north of the wall. Yeah. They just they neglected to show us them yeah, before, but they, they were there. Yeah, like, behind yeah, the scenes, just leading the way through exactly. the wilderness. You know. Yeah. What a scene. It shows how helpless they are and the fact that they could die at any moment because the bear almost takes them down, Mm -hmm. if not for, like, fiery swords, I guess. Do we do hold or of the scene at (laughs) any point, or do we do it at the end? We do it at the end, Okay, but... If you want to bring it out, can I? Is yeah, this, is this, I'm going to flip the script here. A <laughs> this is uh, yeah. unprecedented. I'm but sorry, let, off the beam look, let's hear it. Well, the only reason I'm bringing it up now is because your Hodor was the good one, right? And your Jorah Mormont was the bad one. Yeah, so every episode of this podcast, we give two awards. Yeah. One, the Hodor Award to the winner slash best character of the episode. Mm-hmm. Hodor. And the Jorah Mormont Award to the loser of the episode. Yeah. Sir Jorah Mormont of Bear Island. So, you want to crown your Hoda Award right now? Yeah, and it's Jorah Mormont. <laughs> I'm serious. Jorah Mormont is the Hodor crown oh of this God. episode. I he think... kills a zombie bear with a dagger. With a dagger. I've seen fish fingers longer than the blade that he killed a zombie bear with. That, to me, wins any episode. Hands. That's like a hijack in a plane with a pair of nail clippers. Like, if you take it over, you deserve the plane. Do you know what I mean? I'm impressed. But... You know what? Yeah, I see it. I see it. Well given. Well awarded. Thank Congratulations, you. Congratulations, Jorah Mormont. There you go. Normally the Jorah Mormont. Today you are the Hodor. He gets the Hodor. Yeah. Spot on. Amazing. So, the bear 
before getting annihilated by Jorah. Yeah. Mauls Thoros. Yep. Yeah. And you thought, oh, this is it. <laughs> the end of the road for that guy. But oh, no. Flame on. Just burns like a badass. Because it's like, they're a great duo. Beric and Thoros. Yeah, they're pretty, Clearly, pretty I, nails yeah, guys yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, burn my wounds. And yeah, let's keep going. closed. <laughs> let's keep going. You know, badass. Yeah. Total badass. I love the like little drink of whiskey beforehand. Yes. Just like oh, whatever, whiskey, whatever it is in yeah. the animal skin. Just a little drink beforehand. Okay, go. Let's... Yes. Uh, fan- it's fantastic. So they push on, right? Yeah. It's at that point, I think they start to see the army in the distance, right? Yes. Because it's after the zombie bear, it cuts back to the Winterfell again, and we get a bit of the Winterfell. And then when I think when it right. comes back, they're returning, and they start to see Yes. Yeah, the... So Oh, okay, yes. So they walk up to this little enclave. And they see essentially a enclave. white wall. Enclave. The only, enclave. The only, enclave. The only reason enclave is very important to me. Some people, <laughs> that word is one of my favorite words of all time. My apologies. No, no, hey, you used it in the first place. <laughs> that, was, that was worthy of, of respect. Okay. You know, the fact you had it in your vocabulary is awesome. So, you know. Thank anyway, you. Sorry, deviating. So continue. they approach this enclave mm-hmm. and they see a summer camp for white walkers <laughs> yeah yeah essentially yeah uh, you've got white walkers you know like hanging out with the whites they're all just you know having fun is it like know? a scout group i think that's what it's meant to be right, that's right. Like yeah exactly group, yeah. so they're meant to yeah see if there are people there yeah and getting their badges immediately i think they just charge right they were yeah. like that's it this is a small army, a small group. They're not going to get a better We're, shot than exactly. that to get let's, one out let's alive. Let's do it right now. So they run up and they attack. Interesting White Walker mythology that they added here. The kill, yes. drop, everyone Once, else disappears. Yes, yeah. who killed the White Walker? John. Yeah. So John, John with, the, with the blur and steel because that's yes, the thing. Yes, that's right. right. Yeah. So John kills the White Walker on site and all the whites around him fall to the ground. Mm-hmm. Right? So this is saying, you know, they, they realize something. Hey, we could win this war. Just by killing. We need, all we need to do is aim for the White Walkers mm-hmm. instead of these, like, no-name zombies. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Ignore the, ignore the grunts. Go yeah. for the, the head honchos. Yeah. So this is a game changer, I think. This, yeah. like, evens the odds slightly ever so slightly at that time yeah yes it was yeah yeah, yeah at that, <laughs> we'll get to we'll yeah get we'll to get the, to the we'll get to the odds later yeah. okay so they fight it off and all the whites fall to the ground except for one conveniently conveniently like why is there a stray white there like yeah. it doesn't make any uh, sense he was he was made a white by another guy <laughs> yeah, who's just, just not like, there hey take this guy yeah i've got i've got loads yeah. you can have one of mine it's fine yeah. <laughs> Sure, yeah. I'll buy it. Yeah. I'll buy it. Sure, and and so they were like, let's just grab this dude. Yeah, again, and it. put a bag over it. And the hound carries him, right? Yeah, amazing. Yeah, but then they realize, okay, we need to alert Danny now. Yeah. So, so they tell Gendry, Gendry yeah. the intern, to do the grunt work. Yeah, the grunt work. Um, do the marathon sprint. You, yeah. <laughs> Run back to Eastwatch. Send a raven. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, okay. But then Torment's like, hey, give me that hammer. (laughs) Yeah, I like that hammer. You run faster without it. He didn't want... He was like, no, I kind of want this hammer. (laughs) You're not going to argue with Torment, though, are you? If you're Gendry, just like, yeah, go. Okay, I guess. So he runs. Yeah. And I guess startled by the attack, like a swarm of other whites come 
run I think it's, yeah, it's where before they put the bag on his head, the walker... The whites. Whites, sorry. He, like, screams out. That's right. He shouts out real loud. And then that's why they put the hand over his mouth and then they put the bag on his head. That's right. So I think that's what his, like, alert was, was like, oh, we're under attack. That's another interesting tidbit of the White Walkers that we know now is that they're very strategic. Mm. You know, they have a scouting... Yeah, I think the yeah the White Walkers are very yes. strategic. Yeah. And the Whites are kind of their mindless pawns. Yes. In the, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, they even have a system where if they get captured, they send out an alert. Yeah, it's which... almost as if they know and have seen everything. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> and so a swarm of zombies yeah. run up to them and they're like... Yeah, because they run through the ice and they see it cracking underneath As them. Yeah, and they stop for some reason and they're like, "Okay, what do we do now? Do we fall into the ice or get swarmed by ice zombies?" Yeah, they choose to run. Conveniently, yeah. does not fall, and they run into the main island at the. And it's just a nice little crop of rock in the <laughs> just, middle of the just land, just waiting for them. Just like, wow, this conveniently hey fits guys, about seven people. Why don't you people. just rest here? Yeah, and the swarm just plummets down the ice before they could even yeah quite them. a few die there as well yeah. you see like a good few hundred i reckon yeah. probably plummet to yeah their freezing death it was like a little waterfall <laughs> yeah yeah a little icy zombie waterfall yeah like, cascade yeah. of whites just going back to death i guess yeah if they're, not, if they're alive <laughs> in the first place yeah, yeah. Exactly. oh that's true so they just stand there right because they know that they can't go through <laughs> yeah. is that what happens well initially they all go in the the circle yeah they're all kind of like um in you know this kind of magnificent seven yeah. circle yes when it cracks and they fall in yeah then i think they kind of relax a little bit and think that they have some yeah like they have a bit of space yeah they have some respite yeah exactly and i think this is about when they cut to daenerys Oh, no, I think they cut to Gendry, oh, they cut to Gendry outside back. and face planting outside yes. the, the gate. And somehow, amazingly, again, super quickly, Davos is there with everyone. Why is... Okay, what? Like, yeah, why is Davos there? Why, why is Davos there? How did he know to be there? If they wanted him there, why don't they just get him there in the first place and go hey you should stay at Eastwatch yeah, and wait for yeah let's go up for eight of us and then you stay yeah. here and wait and if anybody happens no it's just conveniently that's where he was is that what we're supposed to believe that he just goes there and he's like hey let yeah I'm gonna check on John <laughs> I guess the thing they want us to believe without actually explaining it is that he travelled up with them and then was All left right. there because we didn't see any of the we saw Davos go to get Gendry yes so we assume he's come up to take Gendry to Eastwatch mm. to meet the rest of the party yeah. I assume or met them on the road well I guess they leave it to us to assume that because Davos went and got Gendry that yeah. he would be traveling yeah sure I'll, I'll accept it yeah um, again because just... Gendry is Usain Bolt <laughs> apparently <laughs> he gets there and he's out of breath um, and oh, he's, he... he's puffed <laughs> and he goes um I lost my hammer <laughs> no um <laughs> and he goes okay send a raven so yeah. Cuts to Danny. Before that, like the scene that is in Dragonstone before this one where she receives the letter is interesting. When Tyrion finally confronts Daenerys about the burning incident of Dickon and yeah, Randall. Randall Tarly. There we go. And he confronts her just as she makes Varys promise her to you know say it to her face when she's going crazy. Yeah. Varys doesn't do that. Varys being, being Varys. Yeah, classic. Tyrion steps up. And goes, 
hey, you know, that was a bit dodge. Over the top. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, he's like, I want to help you to win this, but you need to pay more attention to this. You need to, like... Well, I think of... he says, he just basically tells her that she needs to be different yeah. from everyone that's come before, and he uses the break the wheel analogy, yes. right? And in yeah. order to break the wheel... He's like, it doesn't happen immediately. Yeah. And then that's you realize... He, oh, that, yeah, that's when he asks her to name a successor. Exactly, because you realize, oh, that's where he's heading. It's yeah. like... What happens if she dies? Because she's talking about going north. Oh, that's not the, sorry, yet. Not yet. Not yet. No, she yeah. hasn't received the raven yet. Yeah. So yeah, they're talking about a successor, and she refuses to name one. Right? Yeah. Well, she says until she's on the throne, she won't name a successor. That's right. And she goes. Sorry, I'm going to do this for two seconds because your glasses are dirty and they're, it's really annoying me. That's how I live my life. I, I, I like it. Glasses. I like it. Continue. Sorry, we can talk and, and I'll clean your glasses at the same time. You so, better keep this in. This isn't getting edited out. <laughs> this is me cleaning Harry's glasses, having taken them off his face as a glasses wearer. He has smudges and it annoys me, so I'm cleaning them for him. Thank you. You're welcome. There you go. You can put them back on your okay. own face. I won't take them off. It is uh, wow. way better, right? Yeah, welcome it's to the real world, Harry. This is this is what the world looks like? Exactly. <laughs> okay, so. Yeah. She goes to Tyrion as he's confronting her. You know, you need to think. He's basically thinking from uh, Cersei's perspective. And she goes, Whose side are you on? Are you taking your enemy's side now? Yeah. And he goes, Yes, I have to. In take... order to beat them, I have to think like them. Exactly. You she, have yeah, to understand. Yeah, she accuses them. him of thinking like a Lannister. Exactly. And he says, You're thinking like your sister. And he's like, Yes, I am. Because in order to beat them, we have to think like them. Exactly. Yeah. And it's straight talk, you know, yeah. which is. And it, it's it, truth. It's yeah. truth as well. Like, exactly. Daenerys is naive. Like, yes. she's not had the years of political experience that Tyrion has Exactly. Had. And Tyrion knows how to play the game. But exactly, exactly. Because he goes, you have to think long-term with the succession thing. And she goes, well, if you thought short-term, we wouldn't have lost these two armies. Yeah, exactly. Weird accusation. Yeah, classic spur-of-the-moment, angry, emotional <laughs> yeah, it turnabout. Doesn't, like... It actually doesn't make sense yeah. when you think yeah. about it. Here's the thing that I, you argued about that you yeah. did wrong a month ago I'm going to bring up now, like exactly. classic relationship argument. Exactly, like... because when you think about it, the issue was they didn't think long-term enough. Yeah, And exactly. that's why they and fell into this trap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's almost like she's just like, oh, you were right the whole time. I yeah. should have just yeah. Oh, I want to also touch on part of their conversation when she she said, "Do you know what I like about you?" I honestly don't. You're not a hero. Oh, I've been heroic on occasion. I once charged through the mud gate of King's Landing. I and... don't want you to be a hero. Heroes do stupid things and they die. Drogo, Jorah, Dario, even this Jon Snow—they all try to outdo each other. Who can do the stupidest, bravest thing? Yeah, exactly. The three guys that have declared her love for her and exactly. the one that she's kind of hoping that yeah. possibly could. Like. And Tyrion's like, hmm, interesting pattern of people you chose. Yeah, interesting list there. Yeah. yeah. And she goes, uh, I don't think he likes me. <laughs> like, yeah. That typical, like, oh, no. No, no. he couldn't he, like no, me. What did he say? No, no. Yeah. Did no. He, no, I mean, like, maybe, but like, I'm sure he doesn't. Because like. she says... He's too little. He's too little. Me. Dude, the guy's like 5'9". She's 5'1". How big was Dario anyway? Like, he wasn't that big. No, not compared to, like, Drogo. Yeah. I mean, Drogo was a bit of, <laughs> yeah. a, you know, he's... That guy does his, his workouts. He does yeah, his he crunches. Does. Yes. He, he does his bicep curls, you know. Yeah. I like this interaction because Amelia Clark it's really bringing it this season with mm -hmm. her acting. Very mm -hmm. subtle. Like, the way her face lights up when... Tyrion says, yeah, he looks longingly at you because he's hoping for a 
good military alliance. Yeah, yeah. And, and she's she, like, oh, really? Oh, yeah, okay. she knows that he's taking the mickey, yeah. etc. Yeah. Look, her first season of acting was pretty bad. Yeah, atrocious. It was pretty bad. And I, look, I'm not, I can't act for shit. So I don't want to, you know, like tar someone with a brush they don't deserve. But it was pretty bad. It was bad. Now she has definitely come into her own. She's grown, you know. With the character as well. Exactly. Exactly. Very good. And, you know, this two-hander between her and Tyrion, one of the best actors, Peter Dinklage, one of the best actors. Full stop. On the show. (laughs) Yeah, full stop. They play off each other very well. He gives a look when she says, oh, John's too little. It's so subtle on Tyrion's face, but he is kind of hurt by it because you can he tell, is little. You can tell, though, that that's what I loved about it, was it's subtle because you know that he would have faced those same subtle jibes a exactly. million times before, exactly. so it's not going to offend him in the same way yeah. he's used to it. But you still just see that flash of kind of, yeah. like, out of pain across the face. Yeah, it's really well done. That's why it actually pains me how well they did this scene and got the character so right and then just completely disregards Arya and Sansa. Uh, anyway. Yeah, oh no, <laughs> the opposite whatever, end whatever. of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay, that'll be the, the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, succession planning, she's like, no. Not until the summer. Yeah, maybe plan for me to live <laughs> is yeah. Danny's final say on this. Yeah. And they get a raven, mm-hmm. which is like, what does the raven say? The raven says, I was on crystal meth to have made it from Eastwatch to here in the time it took. That's right, yeah. The jet raven. (laughs) I'm just imagining this raven with the propulsion jets on there. Very fast. Very fast raven. Very good. Yeah, good point there. Because, look, I'll forgive the ships being fast, the travel time being Mm -hmm. cut short. Because you can assume that time has passed. Yeah. What kind of super raven was that? <laughs> that I mean, it's within a day, right? Like literally, that... yeah, yeah. You have a raven within. I think it's like eight hours, or like. Well, they paid for express postage. Apparently, cars. yeah, they just got some like injected a raven with a bunch of steroids <laughs> and just like sent him on his way. Yeah, uh, it's it's pretty impressive the ground he covers and the time he covers. But regardless, yeah. So yes. the raven, the raven says we are basically. Yeah, so it's like, send help. Yeah, please. <laughs> we need your dragons. So she doesn't even think twice, right? No, oh, because she... Big Jon Snow's life's yeah. in danger, who she's now a bit smitten for. Like she's every like, woman oh, in the who, show me? that lays her eyes on Who him. do you need, me? Oh, little, little old me. Little old me with my three old dragons. <laughs> sure. And Tyrion couldn't even like talk her down. No. She just takes her dragons. Yeah, because she said last time you did nothing and look where it got us. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Tyrion. Stinger, stinger to leave on. <laughs> cannot, about. Tyrion cannot live that down. No, that's um, that's nor he, you know what? Haunt him. Yeah. Nor should he. <laughs> no, but I mean I don't think it's his fault, man. The the whole like losing the uh, iron the Iron Islands army. I yeah. don't think it's yeah, he's not he's not a military advisor, you know. You want a military advisor, you go get yourself Jamie Lannister or even Brand, he's cheaper. <laughs> he was trying but, his best. Yeah. Tyrion's your dude for political court <laughs> nonsense, not military affairs. You know? Exactly. All right, so let's cut back to beyond the wall. Mm-hmm. Surrounded. <laughs> the this is down. <laughs> just fl- flirting with death. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, this first... is so hound-like. This uh, is like typical Clegane. He just throws... Just cause... out of boredom. The first one he throws out of boredom just picks up a pebble... And throws it like a good like probably sixty meters. Like yeah. it's far. It like clocks the zombie in the in the bottom of the jaw, right? <laughs> yeah. And like knocks 
the jaw off the zombie. Off, clean off. Yeah, one. that was the first one. And yeah. then the second one he threw was the one that skipped across the ice. <laughs> and it was when it skipped that they realized there wasn't a gap oh, anymore. Shit. Yeah. yeah. And then and they then were like, oh, fuck. And the start. whites realized it as well. <laughs> oh, that moment, that look the, of like the house face, just like, oh, fuck. They started swarming. And now they're like well and truly fucked. Yeah. As far as we know. Yeah. So, all right, battle, huge, exciting battle uh, happens again. Yeah. And this time, oh wait, so does Thoros of Mir die before? Yes, he dies before the last battle. Yeah. When they get into the center yes. island bit, yeah. and they realize that they're safe for a little while. I think they have a short rest for a while, mm-hmm. and then when they get up again, Thoros uh, doesn't get up. Yeah, because Beric discovers him not awake he yes like yeah, wake him yeah. And, he wake and they him. say the iconic words that i didn't think we would hear again the night is dark and full, full of, of terrors yeah exactly it's weirdly satisfying to hear those words again especially coming from the lips of someone other than misandry melisandre sorry, sorry melisandre sorry not yeah Misandry. yes very similar name i have a, an unbridled loathing for that woman i love her Oh, you and I just disagree on a yeah. fundamental level, Harry. I love where her character is now. I like that she's learned from her lessons and she's wary. Yeah, I like her character development. I would agree with you. I think from like an emotional point of yeah. view, I dislike her When they character. said, really yeah. interesting, because when they said those words, I was thinking of her, you know, it was just like, it was her line. Yeah. And it yeah. just looms large over this. In a way, you know, she brought John back to life. She was, in a way, indirectly, the reason why they're there. Uh, yeah, I guess. She also burnt a young woman. Yeah, of course. She's a horrible human being. Yeah, like, she is I, not I, a pleasant person. But I, I agree with that. She's horrible. But yeah. from a character standpoint, I think yeah, she's absolutely. fascinating. Yeah, it's very interesting. And it's one of the... It's, you see her fragility now yeah. for the first time where you didn't before. Exactly. Like, definitely. But anyway, we're getting Yeah, we're sidetracked, sidetracked. Back, um, to, back to the battle. So, battle begins. It harkens back to Hard Home, where mm-hmm. it seems impossible that they would be getting out of this yeah torment almost dies yeah like true. i thought he was a goner they just topple on top of him just trying to get a bite yeah and you're so used to characters that you grow to love dying yeah. sp- spontaneously now yeah. by this point you're kind of numb to it where you're like oh okay yeah Torment's gonna I, was, die. I was bracing myself yeah and yeah. then i think the hound yeah it was the hound that saves him, saves him. And where does this battle go, do you remember? So it's at that point where I think John tells everyone to retreat. He says, fall back, fall back. And that's when they've just picked up Tormund. No, they fall back and Tormund gets jumped on. And another extra, R.I.P. extra, who gets mauled apart. And Tormund gets saved by the hound. (laughs) And they fall back onto like the top of the island... That's like right. bit where they're gonna run. That's the trailer bit. That's the trailer yeah. shot with yeah. like Beric with the flaming, flaming sword. sword. Yeah, and the six of them up. Yeah, now that the extras have all died. All died and, off. Those um, people with families. Yeah, bless them. <laughs> uh, extras got to eat, you know. Yeah. Then when you think that all is lost and everybody is done for, lo and behold, a screech. Yeah. Comes, and. Three dragons flying overhead. Now, is it three or is it two? It's three because the third dragon was there also. But just didn't get any screen time. There's like a shadow. 
because look, they've got limited CGI budget. Right? Yeah, okay, so, I, I understand. And you um, know, you've got you've got two of them are pretty important yeah, to that particular episode. Exactly. So, yeah. so Daenerys is riding on Drogon, mm-hmm. and then there's the other one. Who? Which dragon is that? Do you know? So there's Rhaegar. Rhaegar. And then there's the... the Viserys. Vis- named after her brother. Yes. So they're it, both Viserys. named after her brothers. Yeah. Uh, Rhaegar and Viserys. So Rhaegar and Viserys. Yeah. So I think it's Viserys is the dragon that dies. You think? Yeah. Okay. That's my thing. Because then that's part of my theory. Oh, okay. So you mentioned to me before this podcast. Yeah. That you had a theory about something in this episode that I have, came true. I have, okay, so full disclosure, I have been talking about this for a number of weeks now, right? Okay. Hand on heart, I have been discussing this since the episode two of series seven. And I've been talking to a few close friends of mine about this wild theory, and they all completely dismiss me as an idiot, etc. Yeah. And throughout this season, there are little bits and pieces that it's have come to together. fruition where I'm like, oh, you know, this theory isn't so crazy anymore. Uh, I think, I think I, okay, I think I know where you're going. And like so going. my whole thing was Bran is the Night King. Okay, that was... I did not expect that. Yeah. Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear this theory. So, this is getting deep, right? So, you have to bear with me here, right? So, we know Bran has already had an experience with the Night King, right? Yes. He's had a run-in with the Night King. Yeah. During that experience, the Night King killed the old Free-Eyed Raven. Yes. And he marked Bran. Bran. But he didn't kill him. No. That's important, right? That That's... Regard, we'll come back to that. That's yeah. important. It is important, Yes. We know Bran wants to stop the White Walkers, obviously, and he believes he can do that by stopping the children of the forest, killing the the first men with the dragon glass. Wait, so you think that he thinks that he can stop the White Walkers? Yeah, because the first White Walker, the Night King, yeah. was created by being stabbed yes. the dragon glass by... The children of the forest. Yeah, yes. correct. Yeah, children of the forest. So you're saying that he thinks that he can stop all this... By stopping... Somehow intervening So in going that. back in time. Because we already know he has that ability. He has an ability to influence time. Past, yeah, time. Yeah. And he also has an ability to warg into other people. Yes. Which we saw with Hodor. Yes. So my theory, as crazy as this sounds, is that Bran manages to go back to when that moment happens mm-hmm. with the children of the forest, wargs into the first man... And something about being stabbed with the dragon glass means that he's like trapped in the body of the first man who then becomes the Night King. Now, my theory because of this going on from that is that in terms of the three dragons, you've got three riders, right? Yes. And you've got Daenerys who's fire, you've got Jon who's fire and ice. So that means that in order to complete the uh, symmetry of it... You need ice. You need purely ice. Who is more ice than the Night King? Now, you also have a Stark Targaryen who's fire and ice. You have a Targaryen who's fire. You need a Stark who's ice. This is a very interesting theory. Very entertaining. I've never... I haven't heard of this. Really? I'm really glad because recently I have seen a couple of things about Bran being the Night King online. And it's really annoying because I feel like it's taken away from my shine. when I Maybe maybe it's not how you describe... Probably not. Describe it to me. This is a very interesting take... I'm thinking about some holes in this. Okay, okay, you're seeing some holes? Okay, hit me. I'm, I'm happy to, you know, have the, have the chat. Um, well, okay, let's establish, though, your theory with the three dragons. You're assuming that there is a need for each person to ride a dragon, right? Because there's a theory of... 
the dragon has three heads. Is that what you're basing it on? I'm basing it on the fact that there are, I imagine there is one person capable of riding these dragons. Yes. And beyond Daenerys, so we've already seen the interaction between Drogon and Jon Snow. I think Rhaegal's is Jon Snow's destined dragon yes because of that interaction because we know Drogon and Daenerys have that connection already that nobody's going to break yes then Jon Snow and Rhaegon because of obviously his father etc yes and then that leaves Viserys Viserys with yeah the Night (laughs) King because see that's the only that I'll give you that that's a connection I can't make also another thing which is you're assuming that that's what Bran wants to do right you're assuming that Bran wants to do that that's his plan to go back in time or is that part of your theory that he will want to do that i think he will want to do that okay but we've already seen the way his time thing works Mm -hmm. let me get it straight your theory is he tries to stop this so my theory is everything goes to shit yeah they lose Dragons died. There is a point where Bran is at... Uh, it's an all-or-nothing moment yeah. where he's seen what's happened when the, the Night King takes over. Yeah. And in his last throes of, of kind of life, essentially, yeah. or last gasp, yeah, yeah. wards himself back, Into, uses the last of the power, yeah. has that, and creates that cycle which is himself doing this loop, if yes. that makes sense. yes. Do you know where I'm coming from? I, I do. Right. I'm just so thinking... He's, he's, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy yes, exactly. in the sense that he is going back in time and creating and involving so, himself, which leads to him wanting to take over, which leads to the point of no return, which leads to him going back so, in time again. Uh, okay. So you're saying that by him warging into the last men who would become the Night's King, yeah. that's the moment where... Yeah, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy in a way that... That's the moment where everything goes wrong because the children of the forest did not expect essentially agency from, from the night king. From, yeah. And because they, they're, they're supposed to do their bidding yeah. in a way. Yeah, but because Bran is trapped there, he has a consciousness that they weren't expecting. Okay. And that's, think about how much the night king knows about like the movement south of the wall despite being essentially a sentient zombie. Okay. Like, I, he knows where to attack. He knows how to get up the wall. Like he, he, I think it's a solid theory. It's very what, solid. What other, what other holes are you going to poke in? I feel it's strong. And people ridicule me. <laughs> no, no, it me. is strong. No, I, people I, ridicule I me. And we'll see. We'll, we shall see. Yeah. We shall see. I, it's not ridicule worthy. But it was at the start of this season. So I'm glad it's becoming less so. I think we'll see. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see either way yeah. what the development is. But okay. if I'm right, I'm going to gloat for now okay. until eternity. You, you, you heard it here first. Recorded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay. Where were we? We were at the oh, point yes. of the dragon intervention. Yes. Three dragons. Amazing moment because we knew it was coming, right? Because mm-hmm. she, we knew she was on her way. But it, was yeah. just, it felt so good it, it felt like a typical dragon comes to save everyone and they killed a lot of whites what? yeah like that breath is something else and hopefully some white walker as well you'd hope so yeah that fire just jets out it's, of yeah they were not lasting long either and daenerys looks amazing on drogon yeah she's wearing white white which mm. interesting wardrobe change yeah but 
I'll take it. It's uh, she's gone from the, the usual like black. Well, the wine she was wearing the like the wine red of Targaryen. You know that like cool like dragon scale kind of cloak thing That's she was right, wearing. Yeah. It was like dark red, and then That's last right. episode she was in gray. Yeah. Which I know some people were saying like, oh, it's because of the whole Stark thing. Gray is the Stark color, and this is her like subtly showing her interest. I don't read into it that much. Interesting. But, yeah. So this episode she's in pure white. Pure white. Mm, with this the cool clasp. Chain thing. I'm very interested in seeing like the costume designer in the show, as in like the Dragonstone costume designer, because yeah. there's some interesting fashion Dude, choices. He's a fabulous guy. Like, I'm gonna say he's <laughs> they, pretty forward thinking. You know, Daenerys goes, "Uh, yeah." So I'm riding these dragons beyond North. the wall. He's like, "I've got just the thing. <laughs> I've got half an hour before I need to go. Yeah. Whip me up something quick. Just yeah. Like, Let me take some measurements real quick. Yeah. Uh, no worries. Got some just the that silk for you." It looks good though. It, it yeah, good. Lo- looking yeah. good. Just descending on the whites, and you could see it from her face. She's like, "Shit, this is real." Yeah, and also, there's a lot. Of them. I love you, Jon Snow. Yeah, don't die, don't me, die. Jon Snow. Don't... No, okay. So what happens? So that she basically she lands with the dragon. Yes, and she tells everybody to get on. Yes, Jon Snow then being the hero that he, he has is, to stay back having and fight told, off. Having had the conversation between her and Tyrion about how heroes don't last long. Yes, he has to be the guy. That he like, has to. No, pushes off. I'll, I'll save them yeah, off. Starts fighting, etc. The delay means that the Night King. The moment he closes up to the Night King, you're like, shit, some shit's gonna happen. Oh, yeah. And then you just see him just get the spear out. And yeah. you just know. I knew from that moment. I was like, oh, no. And I uh, thought yeah. it was gonna be Drogon. I thought it was gonna be Drogon, too. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Because yeah. everyone has been expecting one dragon, at least one, is going Surely. to die. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be Drogon because it's just like... It's a dragon that we know. It's the same Game of Thrones fame, the same reason I think Arya will die. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So this is a nice twist. So he, he picks up an ice sphere. Yeah. And he's so confident. Dude, he should do javelin, man. That is some throw. <laughs> this is this puts a hole in your Bran is the Night King theory. Because Bran, as we know, famously a bad shot <laughs> from season one. That's true. That's true. But that's because I feel Bran is in his like... Horrible. Oh no no! I'm just joshing. Oh okay. I was like, like I was like, oh, uh, it's yeah, a no, joke. You're, it's not. You're, a... <laughs> you're right. Actually, it's all wrong. I'm sorry. It's not a legit. Not not an actual hole. Exactly. There's enough actual holes. I don't exactly. need you to put <laughs> head holes in it as well. Exactly. So he just throws it at mm-hmm. Viserys, and he plummets. Super calm. In... Super collective. Yeah, plummets into the ice like immediately. Like there was no ceremonious like yes. slow mo. No, it was all he, just that. Bam, yeah. he's in, and Danny is just beside us. Yeah, like shocked, mm-hmm. but not as um, overtly sad at, because as... she's still worried about John. Yeah, John has not climbed up to Drogon yet. Yeah, and this is actually, you know what, Daenerys kind of deserves this because she is overly confident with her dragons. She um, won't be anymore, but yeah, she yeah, was she won't until be. that point. Because yeah. even the way she lands, she's like, I got this, guys. It's like, no problem, let's just, but... we've got time. Let's just sit here and let, you know, yeah, climb aboard, yeah. whatever. We've got Take five minutes. Uh, that's what cost her Viserys, just like her complacency. He didn't even look at Viserys. He's just like, yeah, do your thing. Mm-hmm. Even then, even when Viserys is dead, she's still waiting like, I, that's the moment where I'm like, go, 
right? Yeah, yeah. And she's still, I guess she's waiting for John, but John looks at... <laughs> well, he gets pissed, right? The fact that the Night King killed the dragon. Yeah. I feel like that's almost a little admittal of, like, John's care for... Daenerys yes. she explained to him like I've got they're these, my, they're children. my children I yeah. won't have any more that's it so he's like yo you killed one of her kids yeah. I'm kind of interested in her I'm pissed so I'm gonna go and kill a bunch of your guys and then fall into the trap of whites all around him yeah and John spots the Night King going for round two yeah going for a second spear <laughs> he is not kidding around and he grabs the second one and John is like Go. Yeah. Go. Get out of here. This is when I think they have actually built up her relationship with John organically and it's done well. Yeah. Where yeah. you feel it. You feel her pain of, should I go? Oh, no. You know, she, yeah, she thinks it's, about it. It's Yeah, you see that kind of loss in her mind of like, I've already lost one yeah, child yeah. to her. I could lose this guy who I'm kind of interested yeah. in as well. Is it worth risking losing yeah, another dragon? You like, see it, yeah, you see it in her Yeah, face. the weighing up, pros yeah, and cons. Is it like, worth risking Drogon? Yeah. And it takes John to go like, don't go. do it. Yeah, go. <laughs> She's like, okay. And the Night King tries. Yeah. And misses. Yeah, they bank. Our... They bank. Oh, That's right. right. Yeah. To our relief, yeah, I thank guess. God. And then you see like little Rhaegal just screaming in the shadows. Yeah, see, I didn't even see that. I just thought it was two dragons. I was like, why would you not bring all three? Like that seems silly. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? But then, yeah, maybe if one died, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So I mean, it's easy to miss because it's just like a shadow. Right. So I guess we're left thinking John Sargana, right? Well, he drops into the water, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I said to my fiance we were watching at the yeah. time, I was like, surely not. Like, no, surely not. Yeah, no. Please, no. I, I don't want John Snow to die. In a way, I feel like it wasn't going to end that way. No. I, yeah, I, I was thinking, how are they going to get him out of this situation? Logically, I was like, I knew the logical part of my brain is not going to kill John Snow yeah. at that point. And John does this stupid thing. He climbs up and he like, you're like, okay, he's alive. He's good. Yeah. And he charges back at the army and they turn around. They're like, oh, he's still here. All right, let's get him. Yeah. And you're like, okay, now he is a goner no, for sure. Yeah. And then... Lo and behold, who comes riding through? Plot twist. 101. Deuce X Benjen. Yeah. Races out with his fireballs it's so cool man it's so, that like it's what, a fire mace right uh, yeah like what do they what do you call it when you it's like an incense burner thing that they use in church i can't remember what it's called and it's it's gonna really annoy me but yeah that that thing but it's on fire essentially it's wow yeah yeah super cool and he's breath it's like yeah a breathless reveal yeah because you know this is like his family Coming to save coming him. to save him, and we haven't seen. When was the last time you saw Benjamin? The last time was when he ran into Bran. He saved Bran from the White Walkers that are like yeah. coming against him after the Hodor. Yeah, incident. absolutely. Yeah. So that was what last season. But then for John, I guess he wouldn't have seen him for oh, a while. Like, it was yeah. the moment that he left for the Wall. He never came back. Yeah, true. Because if you remember the season oh, so five finale garbage human being ollie goes up to john and goes hey your uncle benjamin's back and he runs out he's like oh really he runs out yeah. and it's like jk we're all betraying you ollie's the worst <laughs> so yeah that guy that guy's he's garbage yeah he also killed what's her name as well yeah, you grit yeah 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 
You know he nothing, deserves. Jon Snow. Like, yeah. Ollie, what a dick. Can I give him the Jorah Mormont Award even though he's not in this episode and hasn't been for like o- two seasons? Always so. deserving. Just he's always, always deserving. He's just perpetually he's the like on the, on the wall. Can we call it the Ollie Award? Yeah. <laughs> That's way <laughs> like the Ollie Award. You know what? Just because this is a game-changing episode of Spoiler Nation where you've given Jorah the Hodor Award, I have. he is no longer a loser. Yep. So let's replace that. Okay. From here on out, it's the Ollie Award. The Ollie Award, yeah. Ollie. Okay, Vengeance destroys a lot of them. Yeah, it makes a good effort. Cuts a path with a horse. Yeah. Gets to John with the horse. A black, it's such a good imagery to see like a black horse running through icy white. Yeah, with background. a flaming, like, yeah, and with like, yeah, all the all the zombies are kind of white and greys, yeah. and then you've got this flaming torch and the black horse is super dope. I don't know what this implication means. Did Why? it symbolize death to you the same way it did to me? Benjamin, just as a like an aesthetic. Oh yes, that he looks the black like shrouded death. figure yes. with the flaming torch yes. running through the white reminded yeah. me of death. For that, yeah, I see that. Yeah, and he saves John. Uh, well. Essentially, we're led to believe that he sacrifices himself for John because he goes, I'll hold them off, take my horse, and go. Mm-hmm. Why? Yes. So John's like, Come with me. Yeah. There's plenty of room <laughs> on like, this no, horse. No, 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 like, no, no, he no, says, no, no. no, there's not any, there's not enough time. It's like, for like, what? Uh, you literally you jump on in the time up. you said that. Maybe, sentence. maybe it slows the horse down but when you think about how long the whites and the white walker army like took to get to that part of yeah, beyond you bought the yourself some time man they're yeah, not like, fast they're moving not armies fast. you're on horse you win they're literally like, like i don't know they're not even jogging there they're like no. taking brisk walks. it's like shambling hordes yeah like yeah anyway fine yeah okay fine i guess Benjamin's cool i want i want himself. john to live so i'll take it he's got to be the martyr <laughs> it's fine and he rides Mm-hmm. We cut to Daenerys looking out longingly at East Watch, mm-hmm. and Jorah goes, "Khaleesi, it's time to go." And she goes, oh, "Just a, a, a little longer, yeah, just a little uh, longer." I originally thought, for some reason, it's like her sadness for losing Viserys, Viserys or yeah. maybe she's hoping that Viserys might not be dead. Yeah. But then perish the thought because yeah, no, God forbid she should worry about her children <laughs> yeah. when a pot- potential flame is on the horizon. <laughs> and you see a little black dot running up, yeah. and they hear like the bell because it's like, oh, someone's there. Pull up the wall, and it's John, and she's like stoked. stoked. All of yeah. a sudden, dragon doesn't matter. Yeah, whatever. Dragon schmagans. I got John she, yeah. Snow here. She's like, nice. He's back. Just for clarification's sake. Not that incest is a particular problem. That would be aunt's nephew. Yes. Right, yeah, that's weird. Is it as weird as cousins? Like, that's kind of not horrible, right? Yeah, well, cousins is legal in quite a lot yeah, of places. Yeah, that, that's even, like, in the real world, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, what about aunt's nephew who are the same age? You know, like, when you take that away, they're essentially cousins. Yeah, yeah, that's essentially the... <laughs> And also, look, in the Targaryen's world, incest is just a thing. Yeah. Well, you got to maintain the bloodline. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There's and not too many that have the draconic. Well, it is taboo now, but it wasn't. And look, if you look back into like your folk. To... What do you mean by your folk? <laughs> do you know, like the royals of <laughs> the United Kingdoms. 
Am I, I showing like my no 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 knowledge? No no no. You're absolutely right. I mean, like in you know a kind of royal royal incest is the thing. It's a norm. Yeah. You know, like yeah, it yeah. is the whole keep the bloodline pure yeah. thing. Maybe not brother and sister. But that's a whole nother. Yeah, that's a whole Cersei Lannister. Yeah, thing that's a thing. Lannister special. Yeah, so, so he comes back. Yeah, and they share this scene in the together. boat. Yeah, was it on the boat? That's that's where it was. I was I couldn't pinpoint like where it was. I was yeah, like, is this back in Dragonstone? I think they're on a boat yeah. on the way back to. Right, so. Yeah, kind of a romantic scene, I guess. Cause, right? Well, actually, very romantic. Yeah. He he's resting, and she sees the scars yeah. on his body. There's a bit of hand holding. Yes, like some serious hand holding. Yeah, and she like pulls away, and it's like, oh, I don't know what I want. She's like, do you understand? They're like children to me. My child died. Yeah. The moment we've all been waiting for, which is, I don't know why, but he says, Danny, right? Yeah. I forgot why he said it, but he's like, oh, I'm okay, Danny, or whatever. Yeah. Like, I understand. And she goes, the last person who called me that was my brother. Mm-hmm. Not a good company to keep. No, you and don't he, really want to be that guy. Yeah, no. Yeah. And he goes, "How about my queen?" Yeah, boom. Bending Willing the to knee. Take the knee. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. Cuz obviously he's seen now she's a woman of her word. Yeah. She's, she risked her dragons yeah, to save them. Yeah, to come them. save and lost one yeah. to come save them. And especially now that he knows that she understands. She's seen and she the says Night that, King, she's seen the White Walkers. Exactly. Yeah. Because that's why she said, literally, I feel like a child has been taken away from me. And it was the Night King who did it. Yeah. So I'm in. Yeah. I'm she she in. knows now. Like, yeah. yeah. She's done. So he knows, okay, I can bend a knee now because I know for sure he'll that help. She, that she'll help us. And they did yeah. do this thing where it's like, we can do it together. Yeah. Romantically. <laughs> Or not, who knows? Or not, because it looks like something more might happen. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly she like, okay, you should rest. She pulls her hand away. Yeah. Ice cold. Yeah. Yeah, I think they were definitely hinting at the possibility of... They're probably going to get together next episode. You reckon next episode? The way the breakneck speed this well true is yeah it's true if they're the pacing not, continues at yeah, the same rate they're not lingering on this no. okay this is gonna happen so you reckon they're gonna meet with cersei next episode as well yes yeah brienne will be there too yeah that'll be nice mm-hmm. do you think they'll all be there like so danny and john i think so oh because he's the king of the north yeah so he's yeah. the representation of the north, well yeah, brienne is so. too i guess yeah but if john's there obviously then it'll mm. be okay so let's get to the final shot of this episode yeah because it doesn't end there no no um, right enough. <laughs> we cut back to beyond the wall mm-hmm. it's just they're working <laughs> they got some chains yeah they're like know. oh something's happening you know i'm like they're organized they're yeah. pulling something up from the deep i knew as well my yeah. reaction was just like oh no yeah oh no they pull out viserys yeah and the camera zooms into down the body yeah, and then into the yeah, face. Yeah, like, and he's already white and like oh, yeah. yeah, frozen. And it goes to its eyes. Yeah. And then it opens and it's blue. Dun 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 <laughs> That's when that's where the what ends. ends. Yeah, that's literally it. Yeah. So knowing that now the Night King has a dragon on his side. Not the best one, but maybe the ice powers make it better. 
Even if it's not powerful. the best dragon, it's like it's still a dragon. That's like, true. That's compared true. to before, like you've now got a dragon and a guy that can kill dragons by throwing spears of ice. That's like that combination is pretty good. <laughs> That's like, true. I'd take that over two dragons. That's but. true. But give him some Valyrian steel, I guess. Give him some dragon stone. Yeah. Give him some dragon stone uh, arrows. Yeah. What happened with the mining of that? Yeah. We just forgot about it. You have someone who is very well positioned to, I don't know, make your weapons out of what you just mined. Yeah. And you're headed towards where they an are. army where their main weakness is... It's the stuff you've just the, mined. With the guy who can build weapons out of it. Let's <laughs> no, forget it. Let's yeah, forget no it. Like, we don't have time. We have to get there, like, immediately. So, yeah, sure. Yeah, no worries. Here you go, Gendry. Don't worry about it on second thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Just stick with your hammer. It's fine. Yeah. Regardless, amazing episode, I think. Yeah. Um, my frustrations with Winterfell aside, where does this sit with like all the big battles with you? Where does this rank? I would say it sits up there with probably Blackwater in terms of drama. Mm-hmm. In terms of like actual kind of scale of battle and enjoyment, I feel like it was kind of drawn away from us a little bit because of the whole intervention of the dragons and the dragon killing thing and because the whole covert small force versus massive force it was never going to be a battle of epic proportions in the sense of two armies clashing no so it's more of a kind of rogue behind enemy lines kind of battle episode in that respect yeah but i thought it was thoroughly enjoyable yeah definitely and i thought the taking down of the dragon with the dragon spear and the casualness of with which it was done was a really nice touch for me as well that's right yeah i agree and i think it builds tension really well just throughout the battle sequences yeah it reminds you of hard home it combines that scene where daenerys is in that weird slave battle like yeah it, where the dragons land in the pit yeah because you yeah. know that's also a moment where all hope is lost yeah and suddenly the dragon comes in and saves the day it's basically a mixture of that and hard home where it's just crushing dread of like oh they're going to die it's reminding you of even the main characters mortality and futility in this situation exactly exactly for sure with this season though i think they don't really have the guts to kill off like main characters anymore you kind of need them well i think it's because george rr martin is not in control of the writing anymore and they are willing to kind of i guess stick more to the traditional tv narrative of kill off the side characters and keep your main characters yeah yeah they kill off enough main side characters exactly okay they'll give us a bone and kill off elena and thoros of mir yeah but not the main guys i thought they were going to kill off Bronn. oh i thought so too which I feel like is a missed opportunity because it already plays like a death scene. I'm really glad dragon. they didn't. Though. I love Ron. He's my favorite character in the series. <laughs> you have a lot of favorite characters. No, no, but like in terms of... No, I don't think I do. <laughs> Isn't got... Tormund also your favorite character? No, no, no. Tormund's my favorite in that party. Uh, in see. the party I going see. north of the yes, wall. Sorry, yes. just to be consistent. But yeah. I think overall for me, just in terms of entertainment value, again, like... Bronn is yeah, the he's guy. Great. And for the same reason as Thorman, though. For exactly yeah. the same reason. That consistency. You yes. know what you're getting. You know? yeah. yeah, He loves gold. <laughs> That's it. And yeah, exactly. I think one final thing before we start to wrap up, which is what does Benjen mean? What is his role in all of this? What happened to him? Will it ever be explained? And how much does he know? Because clearly he knows that John is important. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, well, I mean, you could argue that he's also his family, so... No, but I think, yeah, I think his, his understanding is that he's more than just family. family yeah, yeah, there's a significance to John's role that we're not aware of. Yet. I wonder if we'll find out anything about Benjen, or is that the last we see of him? Because if it is, as much as I'm glad that he saves John... Yeah, it feels kind like of a, a missed cheat. opportunity. It's a cheat. Like, if it doesn't get explained again. Yeah. If, there are, just, if there's no payoff. It's just a get-out-of-jail-free card. Exactly. And you sacrifice a, a character in order to do it. Yeah. You know, like, we'll keep Jon Snow, but we'll sacrifice Benjen. Yeah, out of nowhere. And we'll worry about it later. Yeah, if they don't pay it off, I think... Look, it's a minor critique, but still, if that goes nowhere, it, it's a cheat. It does seem like that, but I mean... I mean, I'll take it, but still. Yeah, uh, again, it, it is that sacrifice thing of like, I'm willing to take Jon Snow being alive and Benjen dead rather than the other way around. Yeah. But then again, yeah, I mean, look, Benjen's one of those super interesting characters that just drops in out of nowhere, has some major impact and then disappears again, you know? And uh, yeah. I think if they did take the time to explain his origin and, and kind of story and what exactly has happened to him over X amount of years, it'd be super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. How many dragon glasses do you give this episode? Out of, what's your out scale of, of dragon I glasses? I don't know, five? Five dragon glasses? I would say, I'd have to say a four. Four? Yeah. I'll give it a four, but begrudgingly. Yeah, I'd say I'd say like a high three to a low four. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what's holding me back is the Winterfell stuff, but there's enough awesome stuff that happened in this episode that carries that they can, the we can gloss over the minor cracks yeah, that appear yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. it's see. no episode one no it's not it's no, no episode one it's but not it's you know it's strong it's yeah good. season uh, finale next is yes it? It, yeah. it is yeah, yeah wow i guess we know your prediction is that we find out that bran is oh i don't know if we'll find that out at the end of this season i feel like the white walkers time is ticking yeah. As in, like, this story will resolve soon. This man versus White Walker thing. And the way this season is building, John keeps hammering home. It's important to deal with this first. And it feels like we're headed that way. I honestly think we're going to get most of next season as dealing with the White Walkers. And then we're going to get an episode of almost like an epilogue at the end where we're going to get, like, a, this is what happened post the White Walkers, you know? Okay. That's okay. how I feel they're going to address it. I which I feel, again, is cheap. But I would like to see it addressed to the White Walkers and then, you know, spend yeah, a yeah. good amount of time showing us the the after effects of said battle, etc. But now I reckon it's going to be interesting to see how they tie off this season, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, I guess I'll give my winner. My Hodor Award goes to the Night King. Yeah, fair. Big win. Took down a dragon. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's, that's huge pretty... Huge win. Huge win. Yeah, it was a toss-up between him and Jorah. Yeah. You know? I'm going to give my Ollie Award, actually. This is gonna, going to be very controversial. To Arya Stark. Oh, no. The worst character of this episode, in my opinion. Lay off Sansa. <laughs> wow. Do you know what's funny? She's infuriating this episode. Just... Just the uh, the audacity to throw it all like she's a survivor, okay? Just the audacity to accuse her of betraying her family when all she did was trying to survive and in that process took back her family home. Mm -hmm. It's unfair and unfounded. Fair. And I think Arya deserves that award. That's fair. She's being a real Ollie. She's being an Ollie. Do you know who my Ollie Award is, funnily enough? <laughs> uh, yeah, what? you know it. Sansa, <laughs> straight up. 
Oh, boy. Yeah, my only award is Sansa. I feel Explain if, yourself. I feel it requires very little explanation <laughs> other than the fact that if you are manipulated by both Littlefinger and intimidated by your younger sister in a single episode's time, <laughs> you send away your probably only physical close protection yeah. to the other side of the country based on perhaps like you said some weird personal insecurity you you messed <laughs> up multiple times in a short period she messed of time. up but all right we'll have to I agree will, to um, disagree yeah, okay, i'm gonna be fine. team Arya. you're gonna be team Sansa. Fine. whatever yeah. work whatever happens happens you know to the winner goes the bragging rights right yeah email us and let us know which team you're on all the sansa heads out there yeah <laughs> Yeah, don't bother emailing if your Sansa heads go drown yourself no. in buckets of vomit. Well, on that note... <laughs> I'm joking, please don't. All right, well, thanks for joining me on this podcast. Thank you, it's been a, an absolute pleasure. Yeah, it's... Good to nerd out with you about Game <laughs> of Thrones for was, a long time. This was the longest episode that we've ever had. Oh, really? Yeah. That's good, that's good. I'm happy that we set new standards, you know? And it's a big episode. Yeah, it's it was one episode. that needed a bit of discussion. Exactly. Yeah. Ah, right. Absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. If you are fans of hip hop at all, you can find me at silvertongue.bandcamp.com or at Facebook under Silvertongue. All right. Awesome. Reese will be back for our finale episode. We're going to try and make it a jam packed one. We'll add some snippets from past guests and listeners, maybe. So maybe once you've seen it, give us your thoughts. On the finale, I guess we'd love to have your voice back on. Yeah, I'm. I'm, <laughs> I'm happy to see whether my theory was proved. That's right. We not. need you back with yeah, that one. That's it. We for need the you theory, to gloat. We'll the set theory. some time for you to gloat or if... swallow my pride, yes. whichever it happens to be. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, until next time. I don't mean to hold you up, but I got something to say. Dangerous. My nigga should be accurate. After get the flow be so immaculate.
your breath. We swinging it from right to left. And you out. The new shit. Rocking you out. Once these questions have been answered, determining the poem's greatness becomes a relatively simple matter. 